and welcome to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way to deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. The weather is like one of my fellow cast members. It is not my friends. Ooh, Alex. Ooh, such a sutton. Good job, Julia. <laughs> We're also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. I get all my relationship updates from Amazon Live. Uh, Julia, I also have a Southern Charm tagline for you this week. To quote Betty Davis, do you know what time it is? <laughs> and that was for Patricia's bizarre throwback to the time that she quoted Betty Davis with this place is a dump. Totally unnecessary. No, what a dump. What oh, three words. It was a very specific quote, Elizabeth. Yes. <laughs> no one else has ever said that again in the history of to time. To quote Betty Davis, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a very, very special guest, a casting producer for many a reality show uh, for networks like MTV, Discovery, and TLC. It's Rebecca. And probably her least impressive accomplishment, uh, she's dating Alex. <laughs> to quote Betty Davis. Hello. <laughs> to quote Betty Davis. Hello. <laughs> All right. We only have two shows this week because it was 4th of July. Um, should we get into the chaos of Beverly Hills? Yeah, let's put this on so good. Okay, so Erica, let's talk about the drunk in the room. Well, you two expressed delight over how Erica's behaving so far this season. You're, Retract. You're... All gone. Totally. Okay. Great, I have great. way more fun with Erica on a boat with not a man around. Specifically, young sons around. It was awkward. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little reminder that she's a bad person. You don't agree with Kyle and Dorit that, like, it's great to see her letting loose, <laughs> yeah, yelling s- at people's children. <laughs> I'm so happy she verbally assaulted a 14-year-old. Also, he's 16. That's not a child. Oh, he's 14. 16 is still very much a child. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. But I think, like, the real weird thing about it is that Kyle, Mauricio, PK, Dorit scene reaction. That is the weird thing about it. The, like, mirror yeah. of last season's, oh, we're going to make fun of, like, Erica's weird stories. And this season, oh, we're championing Erica because she's letting loose and, like, yelling at children. <laughs> it's such a weird 180 for them to make. Why are they doing, like, damage control on the way that they were treating Erica last season? Like, they should, if anything, be, like, doubling down on, like, the Erica judgments. I think it's because they're on the wrong side consistently. So it doesn't really matter whose side. If it's the wrong side of history, that is where they will be. Lisa Rinna included. Their little book club trope, though, is getting weird. The four of them getting together. And having the same opinion. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Kyle and Mauricio are very much under fire and have issued apologies this week. But I hope that this uh, drama, this episode, means that we're going to have an actually interesting reunion. But I'm sure... I will be disappointed yet again. Here's my big question. So everyone hates online, like most of this cast. Who, besides from Erica, who's like the obvious answer, who would realistically be kicked off of Beverly Hills next season? According to reddit.com? Sure. Okay. Um, Definitely Lisa Renna and Kyle. Both of them? Yeah. But who between the two? People are they also can't saying, kick off both people of them. are saying Dorit. Um, there was a question posed this week that was like, what three housewives would you kick off? They can be already kicked off or they can be like, you know, out of all of them, any franchise, whatever. 
And consistently, it was Dorit, Rinna, and Kyle. Shocking, mm-hmm. right? And Crystal I made the cut? And you think that they get rid of Crystal. Rinna and Kyle before Dorit? Yeah? What do you think, Rebecca? I don't know. I mean, I, I have not been following Beverly Hills from the start. I know very little about these ladies. Um... But it seems like they are institutions of the show, right? Like, I, yeah. I think that's the problem, though, is people are tired of watching them hone in on somebody and try to kick them off. We watched it with Denise. We are watching them try to do it with Sutton. And I think the middle school mean girl energy is getting kind of old for people. So, you know, it's fun to yeah, watch but, them fight, but like... But are people still watching Beverly Hills? Because unless... We are. We, yes, we, but we... Sp- like, unless we have a crash and burn like New York did, I think Kyle is here to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode of Beverly Hills that we just watched was one of the most viewed. It broke something, you know, impressive. See? Mm-hmm. And so this cast stays. And it's all because we saw what Crystal's Thanksgiving looked like. That's what we were here to see. Now, Julia, we're talking a lot of shit on Crystal for being boring. We haven't even mentioned one of the housewives. Who? Diana. <laughs> oh, we already wrote her off. She's gone. Yeah. I yeah. I like her testimonials. I think she's gorgeous to look at. Her pre-written testimonials? Well, the producers are helping her out every step of the way. There's no way she's coming up with any of these lines herself. That's okay. We all need help sometimes. <laughs> all right. Are we ready for Southern Charm? Mm-hmm. All right. Southern Charm. I want to talk about Shep. Relationship. Relationship. My first Bravo show. Yes. So Shep is saying that he doesn't believe in monogamy and he thinks Taylor should stick around with him because she's got to figure it out. Does he, he's being pretty open with how little of a shit he gives about her, right? It feels like he, in his mind, the whole monogamy thing is some sort of like folly of youth that like she might like grow out of that. Like, the longer they're together, the more she'll realize, oh, this isn't, like, a realistic thing for this relationship. And, like, you know. But it's so weird, though, because what we're seeing as viewers is the two of them in a very committed relationship. She sleeps over at his house five to six nights a week. And she started wearing her spectacles. I was going to say. stopped she... putting on contacts. Julia, she's wearing her relationship glasses. Exactly. Also, she's not on birth control, and you can't tell me that Shep is, like, the most safe guy. Yeah. And and also, he openly cheated on her, and she's still with him. Yes. It's very clear, like, what her intentions are with him. Our other big relationship this episode um, is Craig and Austin, who had a very dramatic bench... I don't know, talk? Yeah. It reminds me of when I was like a little boy who was told by like a teacher to apologize to another guy in my class for like (laughs) hitting them or something. Alex, when you told Paige that I was trying to cheat on her, (laughs) that really hurt my feelings. And I can't look at you right now because, uh... Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that for 10 minutes. The lack of eye contact... Buttoned by the refusal to hug because they've never hugged, but sandwiched in between like a bromance montage was just, it was very interesting to watch. Like they were roommates. He's like the greatest relationship of my life. 
but I won't hug him. I won't look him in the eye. This was a hard It's episode. a very complex relationship. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that until Rebecca just said, this was a brutal episode for Austin. He got kind of dumped by Craig, and then what happens at Shep's barbecue is Craig makes sure that they're watching Amazon Live at 2 p.m. While laughing. Because yeah. what happens? Madison gets engaged. So yeah, we watched him get rejected by the two loves of his life this episode. Don't yeah. make me sympathize with Austin. <laughs> Bravo. Gross. I do feel kind of bad for him. And I really am not loving his new love interest name forgotten to me. Um, girl A. Olivia. Thank you. Olivia. I can refer to her as Girl A. Yeah. She honestly could be any girl. She is the most generic, like, Southern Charm-esque person. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She's like a plant or something. There's something up with her. She is not an organic ad. She also doesn't know what Netflix and chill means, and neither does her mom. Her mom got a lot of screen time her for mom. a fairly boring person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think our big last thing is Catherine and Caleb broke up over what I would describe as a dinner of oatmeal, jam, and meatballs. Yes. Whatever it was. I, think I it guess was it could have been like... You know, lingonberries served with like. Do you think she's making the IKEA like a ling- meal? An IKEA mashed potato <laughs> meal. <laughs> I guess with like grape jelly. Not just something. me trying to justify whatever that was. I think it was a really thin tomato sauce. I think it was pretty rad. Oh, I know. It looked like blood yeah. to me. Yeah. Neither of them ate it. Like that was a lot of no, scraping no. in the trash can. Is that what? Yeah. What a metaphor for something. <laughs> no Naomi, this episode. No. Who? Okay, I'm pretty new to Southern Charm. Who will I hate more, Naomi or Madison? Oh, Madison. Madison. Madison for sure. Madison started sucking this episode. I like kind of forgot how much she sucks. And then she was evil too often on Amazon Live. No, I was talking about um, Vanita. Oh, yeah. At their little lunch, she like weirdly gaslit Vanita over something that she wasn't even present for, and that was the whole reason she invited Vanita to the lunch. Was to get mad at how Vanita treated Olivia, though Vanita's already apologized to Olivia, and Olivia doesn't want to make this a big thing, in quotes. So I think this is all we've got, so this is going to be a big thing. You know what? Southern Charm is very much the opposite of Housewives, that the men really carry it, and the women are also just there. The women seem so strong. What I'll say about Naomi, though, is she is from the era of Southern Charm where the women were carrying it for a little while. Interesting. And okay. there is a magic the Cameron to era. her scenes with Craig. So I'm hoping Naomi and Craig have a lot of scenes together this season because they have an energy that's really explosive and it's really funny. It's one of, like, their scenes together are some of the funniest Bravo scenes ever, truly. Um, there is a weird motif happening in Southern Charm, and it has to do with airports. So, last episode, Craig says that he is a changed man to Naomi, and says that he now arrives early to airports. And then this episode, Olivia says she wants a man who will, like, step up for her. A guy who will pick her up from the airport. So, I don't know what, like, Southwest commercial is airing down in Charleston that is, like, just really hitting these ladies hard. Well, it could be a plug for Craig's amazing Instagram story series called Hashtag Travel with Craig. Have either of you (laughs) ventured down this path? Um, It's Craig talking about his travels while at the airport complaining about airport cancellations. We figured it out. Mr. Sarah. There it is. is. It's... 
a beautiful thing to watch, to be honest. And it truly makes me feel happy for Paige that she has found that dumb person in her life for her. Good for Paige. Good for Paige. All right. Awards. All right. Awards. My award is a little all over the place, so bear with me. My Spaceballs 2, The Quest for More Money Award, named after a scene in Spaceballs where they are making fun of blatant cash grabs. I give this to Madison, who announced her engagement on Amazon Live, something that we had to stop and rewind because we were so shocked. Amazon Live cared about Madison's engagement yeah so you got to learn about her engagement which she seemed kind of upset and like sad to announce and then probably got to click on some great uh affiliate links so good for madison congratulations alex your award my Spaceballs pizza the hut award goes to Catherine's. <laughs> <laughs> no no my real award no that was great we could just think of that the beverly hills cast member award goes to joshua sutton's assistant for turning on Sutton behind her back when Rinna started talking shit on Sutton's party. Josh was like, yeah, like, wow, it's raining. Like, uh." This weather is terrible. Yeah, Joshua got your number, pal. I feel bad for Sutton. Like, she's a nut and she's definitely problematic, but I feel like people just, I don't know, kick her while she's down. And she's pretty much always down. Well, I'm about to bring her up because oh, my award is the flip-flops and fur coats award. Never before have I seen so many flip-flops and fur coats just gifted to women at a party and a click of the finger, a tip of the hat, really fast they came out. <laughs> I love that. That was great. Sutton definitely is like the most rich. She's also like yeah. has a certain southern hostess award. About her. She definitely yeah. has. Yeah. Her richness is like, I mean, like, they were bringing the fur coats out to shield them from, like, the rain. So the fur coats are not supposed to yeah. be. No, they're being sacrificed. Sacrificial lambs. And the flip-flops were not, like, Old Navy, like, two no. flip-flops. No. They were, like, nice sandals. Those were the $550 yeah. flip-flops popping out of there. As we watch Sutton wear her probably $2,000, based on last season, slippers out into the mud. Yes. Yeah. This girl's got cash There's been to burn. a lot of a lot of wet fluff happening. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent takeaway, Julia. The wet fluff award. The wet award. Rebecca, do you have an award? Um, my award is the Chicken of the Sea award, which goes <gasps> to the the tuna at the barbecue that someone decided to bring for whatever reason <laughs> at, on Southern Charm. I didn't it's a even weird notice. mix with the rest of the yeah. Yeah. And it said like yeah, we're having hot dogs and tuna fish. I don't I maybe it was like nice tuna, like like an ahi, like steak. an ahi, mm-hmm. but I got the vibe that it was like tuna salad. And in my mind, they were like making chili dogs, but like tuna dogs, and they were putting it on top of the hot dogs. Because they're maniacs, and that, that tastes good to them. And that was, like, the one thing they all said they liked after, too. They loved the tuna. After, like, it being established there was potato salad, hot dogs, hamburgers, we, they all liked the tuna salad. This just goes to prove that, like, Shep just needs to be more committal. Because, like, if he committed to the bit of, like, not just saying bring whatever you want, but actually giving people things to bring to this pot, like barbecue. Shep needs to delegate better. Exactly. Yeah. And not cheat on his girlfriend. Ooh, one of those sounds hard. (laughs) Delicate it is. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Rebecca, for being our lovely special guest. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime.
You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 